At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Please welcome your CEO coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, setup to staffing, the CEO coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO coach, Jillian Music. And welcome to Webmaster Radio CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music. I'm here today with Victor Pitts of VictorPitts.com. Victor is also the host of Domain Masters right here at WebmasterRadio.fm. We're going to be talking about domains and everything a CEO needs to know about domains. Welcome, Victor. Well, thank you very much, Jillian. I appreciate uh, your invitation for me to be on the show. Well, thank you. I understand you just reached a milestone. Domain Masters reached, was it 250 shows? Is that yeah, right? Yeah, I think we're somewhere around 260 or so now. But yeah, we had uh, our 250 episode. We've been uh, doing Domain Masters now on Webmaster Radio since 2000, late 2004. My goodness. Well, congratulations on the milestone there. You know, that's a quarter of a thousand, and that's quite a lot. <laughs> uh, Victor, tell, tell our audience a little more about what it is you do and where your area of focus and expertise is. Well, my area of, of uh, focus and where I have been working for the last uh, – well, since 2004, is uh, in in the domain industry, working with a registrar, uh, working with registries, uh, working the the infrastructure, if you will, of of domain names, and 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 seeing uh, from from an aggregate to, aggregate to viewpoint how people are utilizing domain names, hearing some of the success stories, uh, seeing how they're applying uh, domain names uh, within their uh, SEO strategy and how it uh, affects 
affects their business, which uh, which strategies work, which ones do not. So uh, from that vantage point of working with the registrars and having so much visibility, along with the registries and understanding the back-end process of domain names, and even, even to the extent of understanding how they interact with the search engines, has given me some uh, visibility, which uh, I love to share on a weekly basis on the, uh, the show uh, Domain Masters. Fantastic. You and I were talking just before the show about the concept of branding online and how that differs from traditional branding, the factors that CEOs would need to consider nowadays. And beyond that, of course, how does branding online connect with the concept of what one needs to know about domains? Well, well certainly. I think that uh, many people understand um, the traditional concept of, of the value of a brand. And when you think about some of the brands that have gone online and have been very, very successful, um, you, you naturally think of companies like Google and and, and Yahoo are, are two great examples. And, and the, the brand name that they chose, Google and Yahoo, have absolutely no meaning whatsoever or no significant meaning, I should say, uh, whatsoever in terms of what their products or service or what their business is in. They create that um, that identity, if you will, that's associated with that brand that they want their users to to know. And if you think of Google, who originally started in in the search business, um, they have gone on to products such as Google Earth. It's now being used in uh, news network broadcasts, uh, you know, all over the world. You have they're into the Android phones and and the Android software that now bought a uh, mobile telephone company. So they have grown their business in so many different ways beyond the original model of, of just uh, search. And Absolutely. they're able to do so because they chose a brand that they can create what it means to, to the users. And Yahoo has a very, very similar story starting as a web directory, becoming a, a portal, and they're in the news business now. Um, they provide email services, a number of other things. So they've grown beyond their original model. And that's kind of the traditional way that people look at, at brands and, and brands online. Uh, but you know, to get to that point, Google and Yahoo had to do a lot of work and had to do a lot of marketing and spend a lot of money uh, to create that brand awareness. And of course, having very good service helped a, a lot too. But the the other aspect of branding, which is it works really well um, on in this particular environment online, is is using generic terms. Um, and, and there's one case in point. There's a, a website that uh, that sold uh, candy dot uh, com. Candy dot com was a sale that was made about a, a year and a half or so ago, and and it's a generic keyword. Now most most marketing people say you would not dare uh, go with a generic keyword like that because what happens then is it limits you in that business. Candy.com can't grow on to become different things. It stays Candy.com forevermore, and that's a product and the service that they they provide. But generic branding online uh, is is a very very um, is, is a factor that people should not overlook because what it gives you is some real advantages on the search engines and, and how the search engines look at uh, and determine relevancy of someone's search query. All the factors that they look at, there are certain aspects of the domain name that, that they look at that stands out. And these generic keywords, this generic branding is, is a way for someone to take and get 
instant or higher placement in the search engines um, and, and get instant credibility just by going more of a generic approach. So there's two different approaches. Going the traditional approach, you create your own identity, but going with generic words for your brand names or at least incorporating those generic keywords within your uh, the name of your domain uh, gives you a, a lot of natural traffic uh, potential uh, within the search engines. Absolutely. From the search point of view, from you know where I sit as the founding president of SEO Moss, um, we talk a lot about the different values and, if you will, challenges of having domain names that are keyword rich but not necessarily brand rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would counsel folks to think both ways about it. Certainly, candy.com is a really great idea, and you can sell anybody's candy, and that's kind of cool as long as you're focused on that piece. Uh, building brands, as you point out that are going to sell a number of different things, uh, you know, Apple, Google, Yahoo, so many brands sell so many different things. Even Philips has Philips Lighting and Philips Health and, you know, so on and so forth. So uh, those kinds of things where you build the brand first and then tell folks what you're selling makes sense. You're going to have brand searches as well as um if you will, brand agnostic searches. The brand agnostic searches tend to come in the early part of the sales funnel. That's during discovery and desire stages. Then when we get down into specifications and final conversion of that funnel, you get to the branded search. In general, the last search made is a branded search because they make that search and then they're ready to convert. They already know who you are and what they want to buy and they come to your site direct and away you go. So uh, there are balances between them. Sometimes a generic keyword rich domain uh, does not establish the same kind of um, trust factor Mm -hmm. that a branded domain will attract. And yet you could, for example, sell Coca-Cola on Mm sodas.com. So you can have both pieces. Uh, I think what you're counseling is that folks take a look at these keyword-rich domains, and they certainly carry some benefit, although it's declining a little over time, as, uh, of course, it's always a cat-and-mouse game between kind of black hat SEO and the search engines as to whether they'll count that as a heavy uh, positive to have a keyword-rich domain. But once you've arrived at the, the domain, I think it's also important for CEOs to realize or CMOs to realize that they must market in terms of the branded uh, item after that. Uh, so there's a balance between it, but I see exactly what you're saying. Great value that way. Absolutely. So we're going to take a break here at CEO Coach, and when we come back, we're going to talk about how the search engines are looking at domains in general. What should you know about that? And uh, we'll be right back here at CEO Coach with Victor Pitts of victorpitts.com. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO coach right after this. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries into the 16th annual International Web Award Competition. Independent judges from around the world recognize the best websites from nearly 100 industries. Web Awards winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Awards site. You can't win if you don't enter. Sign up now at www.webaward.org. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- 
Whoa. You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language. Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm Because not everyone's last name is Gates. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back to CEO Coach. We're talking about domains today. Welcome back, Victor. Well, thank you, Jillian. It's good to be back. Excellent. Uh, we're talking today about uh, domains. You were going to tell us a little more about how search engines are looking at domains. Uh, what do we need to know about the different kinds of domains available, .coms, .govs, .edus? Uh, uh, how many should I be collecting, uh, <laughs> .nets, you know, .orgs? What should I do? What should I look at once I have determined my brand? Well, there's a number of, of factors to look at as far as how domain names relate to search, but it, breaking it down in terms of what factors actually affect the search relevancy, uh, to the best of my knowledge, and, and certainly your uh, some of your listeners may, uh, may be pretty well tuned into this, but there's, there's really only three aspects of a domain name that Google, for example, would, would look at. Other search engines, there's other factors that they can look at, but related to the domain name, there there's the search string itself, which is the uh, part of the domain name that's to the left-hand side of the dot. Um, that is the number one factor that they, they look at. Is is the search uh, string that someone is searching upon, is it, is it within the domain name? If it, if it is, it gets a certain amount of, of point or credit for, for finding that keyword within the domain name. If it finds an exact match, most SEO experts that I talk to say that there's actually a bonus that goes with it. Whether there is or that there isn't, we know that the domain name has, if, if the search term is within the domain name or an exact match, we know that those domains tend to place really or, or place higher within the search engines. There's a lot wow. of other factors that go into uh, search ranking, and this is only one component of it. But in terms of one component that you can have some effect on, it, it's that search string part. The other part is is the creation date and the expiration date. In terms of how important those are, nowhere near as important as the keyword matching within the domain name itself. But the creation date does have some impact. So there's one of the factors that uh, someone may want uh, to consider in order to uh, uh, give themselves a little bit 
uh, better chance of being ranked higher in the search engines and, and the part that the domain can contribute is getting a domain that has an older creation date. If it's not one they have right now, they need to go out and acquire it. There's ways of acquiring domain names that have older creation dates, ones that go back to the early 1990s, uh, for, for example. And you can get those all from um, of domain brokerage sites, all from drop service sites, which is a, drop service ways is a very economical way of doing that. So, but back to within the search engines, the things that's looked at are those three things and those three things okay. only. Some people so think... Wait, now, give us the, the order of importance again. You're mm -hmm. saying the first would be the keyword-rich nature of the domain itself. So exactly. use red Toyotas will do better than, I don't know, Joe's... You know, Joe's car shop. Exactly. And it's, okay. it's the frequency of the search terms themselves, and, and, and it would show that there's a higher occurrence of those terms being searched on than some some other terms. So you would want to look at that part and choose a very keyword-rich um, um, uh, domain name, and that's to the All left. Right. Something relevant, and of course it needs to be relevant to what your business is or what your service is or what the can ad campaign or whatever, however you're using the domain, it needs to be you know of relevant uh, to that. The other aspect Second, of what's important right. is the creation date. Now, a creation domain. date means the first day in which a domain was registered for use at something like ICANN, right? Wherever domain registrar you're using, these things get registered in a single database, yep. and the first date in which it was done mm -hmm. is the creation date. That's so right. So if something was registered by, you know, John Smith in December 2nd of 2006, well, that's its creation date. Exactly. Now, you're suggesting that CEOs kind of think about that and might want to go after an older one. But I would also, again, caution them against uh, doing that with uh, with domains that have been sold and resold frequently. Mm -hmm. uh, that can be kind of a scammy play. So be careful. Uh, Absolutely. And in that point, I'd like to interject that there are websites that you can go to uh, for a nominal fee and get a complete history of what has, how that domain but has been used. Those, There's what a would one of those websites be? Um, it's domain tools is one of them. It will give like a full who is history and you can see the ownership changes and the who is update changes and, and you can actually get the information of who those who is contacts were. And another place that's a free site to go to is archive. I believe it's archive.org or also called the Wayback yes. Machine. And you that's can right. go see you can go see uh, uh, snapshots, of, or if you will, of a website at different time points and see how it was used. Uh, another thing to look at on a domain, if you're buying a name that's uh, on the aftermarket <clears throat> when it's already registered, is to see if it's um, it has any sort of complaints against it, if it's on any spam mm -hmm. list, those kinds of things. But right. there's ways of verifying, you know, whether a name is in good order. But the benefit of buying some of these used uh, names, if you will, is that they do have those uh, elements that the search engines do favor. And I'll, right. I'll add one more component. Those are the technical attributes. Those are the things that uh -huh. determine relevancy. So but that's now, kind of top one and two. What's yeah, your third and, tip? And, and three is, is the expiration date. And the expiration date is on the is pu in the published uh, Google algorithm, but nobody really believes that it's something it puts a lot of stock in. But I do want to mention it's there, and and the belief was is it showed commitment to the space, if you will, or commitment to the business, and and so that was a factor they put in there. But no one really believes that that it's something that's really uh, looked at much. But the technical factors are those three, and the primary one is the string, and the second is the creation date. Right. The other so factor. One, wait. One more note, uh, Victor, before we go on, hang on to that thought. One more note 
before we move on from the uh, creation date and the things one should look at in terms of due diligence. Uh, yeah, you want to kind of see if there's any uh, complaints against the site, uh, BBB and things like that. You'd also want to see whether or not it's blacklisted. And that you that would mean you would not be able to send, uh, if you will, bulk email out from it because somebody's already used it as a scam kind of thing. It's not impossible to clean it up, but you'd want to know is it going to be a blacklisted site to begin with? You might want not to purchase it, or you're going to have to do a bit of cleanup to say, no, no, we're now a legitimate site. We really do sell used red Toyotas, and we really are going to market to our customer base. So that's it. Now, you were going to talk about yet one more tip here. Yeah, one more tip, and, and this one is um, the, Google has chosen, and most search engines will actually show the complete URL in addition to the, 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 when you do your search query and the results come back, besides having the title of the HTML page, besides having the description of what's on the site, and perhaps a thumbnail, they also list the, the URL. And there was an, a very interesting study that was uh, concluded uh, late last year and, and published in December by Microsoft in conjunction also with the Stanford University, where they did a, a, a scientific study to determine if there was such a thing called domain bias in search results. And, and what they found was um, evidence which they felt was in, in the analysis um, or the results was that it was conclusive that, there, that domain bias does exist. And what domain bias is, is even after the search results come back, people will look over the responses that are on the page and they tend to lean towards certain certain uh, URLs or domains that um, give them a higher element of trust. Now, some of them can be explained by just greater branded awareness. Other ones are more just people's feelings. If, if they're looking for nonprofit, they see a dot org. <laughs> if they're mm -hmm. looking for educational information and they see a dot edu there's a higher trust factor and they'll they'll lean towards those uh looking at names that have a lot of hyphens in them there's less of a trust factor that, yes. that comes in there long urls less of a trust factor so there definitely is and, and the way they did this uh testing was uh through a series of A and B testing where you would take results that people would prefer, you know, when just shown the results and then by attaching a domain to it and show them the same results later on in the survey, they would switch and follow specific domains uh, around. And so very, very interesting study, but a thing called domain bias. And, and it is one of the things that uh, uh, does make a difference. And it kind of segues into another topic that I know that we, we really do want to talk about. Um, on today's episode, which is a new GTLDs and how that kind of relates to this whole uh, element of trust and, and, and to the search engines. That's perfect. Those are really good tips. And one more time, how do people find the website that will tell them about this trust factor uh, study? Oh, uh, goodness. Let me, let me see if I can get that. That is uh, research.microsoft.com slash pubs. And I want to give the number, and I'll also put the URL up on victorpits.com so they have it there too. So after that's perfect. Yeah, let's so just we'll do it that way because this is a long one. So victorpits.com, I'll put the link up for people to see. Good. We'll take a break, and in the meantime, you can find this information at victorpits.com. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO coach right after this. 
Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. In 500 yards, CPA Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of Internet marketing, CPA Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, CPA Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at cpaway.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. WebmasterRadio.fm, the addiction that's good for you. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back to the final uh, portion here of the broadcast for CEO Coach. We're talking about GTLDs. We're talking about domains. We're talking about all the things you might want to know as a CEO for choosing your domain with hot tips from Victor Pitts of VictorPitts.com. Welcome back, Victor. Well, thank you, Jillian. It's good to be back. So as we wrap up, tell me more about GTLDs. What does it stand for and what do we need to know? Okay, uh, GTLDs, uh, it's generic TLDs. First of all, what a TLD is, a TLD is a top-level domain. Uh, top-level domains is .com, .net, .org, .edu. All of these are top-level domains. Um, the next-level domain down, the second level, that's actually the, what we consider to be a domain name. That's uh, Motorola.com, uh, Google.com. Those are domain names, but the TLD is a portion to the right. Um, so what this this new GTLD process is is uh, ICANN, which is the regulatory body um, that watches over the the internet and and makes sure that you know there's rules that are everyone's clear on um, so that their communication is seamless. Domain names can move uh, move about to between registrants um, and registrars, uh, you know, flawlessly. So ICANN. Uh, who has to this date has only released in the neighborhood of 15 uh, 
TLDs since the early 19 or the late 1980s, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all the TLDs that are on the market. Uh, they, they have uh, decided, uh, was actually decided years ago, but finally being implemented uh, a process whereby more people can apply for new TLDs to come to market. And the the number of applications is measured to be um, in in the hundreds, approaching the thousands of, mm-hmm. of new TLDs. So why would it be so few, Victor? You would think that there would be millions who wanted this. Why is it so few? Well, the reason is is to apply for one of these, you need to put together a, a business plan on how are you going to bring these names to market, what the purposes of these domain names, what the technical back-end is, how are you going to handle and address trademark disputes, are you going to have a sunrise period to protect the intellectual property rights of people, and most importantly, you pay ICANN a $185,000 application fee. There you go. $185,000 entry level. We'll kind of cut out the riffraff right there. <laughs> Absolutely, and still they got almost 1000 <laughs> That's right, they got 1000 people who have the money, the wherewithal, and the know-how to get this stuff done. So it's going to get exciting. When does all this come to play? And really, what do we need to know as business owners? Well, it's the application period just ended a couple of days ago. So the applications are, are, are now closed. So no more applications uh, for now. So ICANN is now in the process of reviewing the applications, which is a monumental task. Again, if you put into perspective how many, on average, there's one new TLD every couple to three years. Now you might maybe coming out with tens to hundreds to a thousand um, over the next 12 to 18 months. Yes. Um, so I, I suspect, Victor, from kind of a... a I don't know, the 30,000-foot level, not standing inside that forest, but rather looking at it from the outside. I suspect that the first year, if we're looking at almost 1,000, by the next year we might look at two or three, and beyond that up to five and 10,000, assuming there are that many options and choices. Once the earliest adopters are in there, it will burgeon for a short period of time as others realize the benefits to be had, the money to be made, and the process by which one does it. The first guys have to kind of invent it themselves. Uh, As they write these business plans, they're not getting a whole lot of support from the rest of the community, if you will. They've got to start somewhere. But the second folks in, there will be many more because they'll have the first folks to look back at. So this is going to become important. Now the question is, how does it affect us as business owners? What will we have to do? Do we have to go out and buy our domains again? Well, that's it's a great point, and that's uh, one of the subject of much discussion at uh, ICANN meetings is this thing called defensive registrations. Yeah. So if you already have a domain name, and one of the concerns now for, for corporations that, are, that have a, a lot of intellectual property they want to protect is, is registering um, your brand and multiple uh, TLDs. Um, and country codes, which is another element, you know, CCTLDs for every country on the planet. There's a, a two-character code for that. Some of them want to protect their brands in those countries as well, as well as misspellings and other variations that they would want to do. So it's quite expensive. Now you throw on all of these new uh, registrations, uh, potentially could be quite expensive. Now, I do want to say that most of these new TLDs will not be 
uh, something that will be available for the mar for the market to register. Many of these new TLDs are going to be addressing is an approach to actually fix the very problem we just kind of alluded to, which is defensive registrations. There's corporations. So have, yeah, I was going to say so we're going to have a dot Coca Cola and a dot exactly. GE and that sort of thing. Right? Exactly. So I don't know if that will mean that they'll move away from protecting and doing doing their defensive registrations i i think not 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 quickly but ultimately yes um but that is that is uh, one of the things that they're looking at and they're hopeful that it will uh, protect them uh but there'll be other things too such as um the the uh, right of the dot if you will will kind of will kind of uh help the search engines uh to tell what your your site is about now, Matt Cutts recently came out with there's there's no changes to the Google algorithm, the the G the TLD has no impact whatsoever. But we'll we'll see, we'll see when there's uh, a lot of them out there. Let's see what actually happens to people's behavior. I have no idea, uh, no doubt rather that uh, Matt is correct today. Uh, but over time, we'll have to see how it is dealt with because it hasn't yet unfolded. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Victor, as we wrap up here, how do folks reach you? It's uh, Victor at VictorPitts.com? Well, that's it. Via email is uh, Victor at VictorPitts.com. Uh, hey, and that's Victor Pitts with two T's at the end. So V-I-C-T-O-R-P as in Peter, I-T-T-S.com. Um, and Victor, thank you so much for your time today. I hope folks will uh, tune in to your show as well on webmasterradio.fm, Domain Masters. And uh, we'll be back next week, uh, every Monday, for CEO Coach. You can download these shows through webmasterradio.fm or through iTunes. Till next week. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.